Hello, my name is Michael McMaster and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. Usually I have music and I'm trying to decide what to put there, what not to put there. And um, so I thought for a while, yeah, I just won't have any music. Makes it more interesting. You know, this podcast is about a lot of different things. And uh, a lot of it has to do with spirituality and the understanding of how the mind works. In some ways, how the body works and how you interact with the universe and how the universe interacts with you. And so, you know, all different things affect people. And as we become older, the thing that probably affects us the most, other than, say, financial issues, is health, our body, our health. Because we have this belief as we become older, we start to deteriorate and we start to get problems with our body. And then we have to either live with it or maybe through medicine or something, you know, you can fix it. And this is all very interesting to me because I had decades ago um, stage four melanoma. I think I've mentioned this before. And there was no chemo, there was no radiation. They basically did surgery. And so for decades, I've been able to keep the cancer away or coming back, even though, you know, cancer comes back for so many people. And I also suffered from chronic anxiety, panic attacks, and you can name everything under the sun. <laughs> but I learned meditation. Back then it was called relaxation. And through this, um, I've been able to keep myself extremely healthy. And... I think I've mentioned this before, that I, um, I've only seen a doctor, I think it's three times in 40 years, I think, maybe a bit more, and I don't really get sick. I mean, I did get a cold the other day, <laughs> I have to admit to that, right? And so that's how I live, but I learned about the body and the mind meditation, spirituality, and how it affects everything. And there's one thing I've definitely found. Um, I found this in my own family as well, because I come from a family where I had a mother who had diabetes, but she was going to the doctor all the time. And same with my sister, yet I wasn't. And you have to wonder, what is the difference? Why do some people get these diseases and some people don't. So if you're in your 50s and your 60s, and you're going towards these later years, you start to worry about this, for sure. And I don't. this podcast is not going to be very long, because I just don't want to make it long. But I'm going to explain a couple of things for you to think about. And in the next one, I'll make it longer. Explain some more. But, you know, we have genes. And it's really interesting. We believe that genes turn themselves off and on. And what science has come to understand is that, you know, because genes, they say, can turn on this disease, can turn on that disease, right? And what they've actually found is that the brilliant people out there, right? and I've learned something very interesting, is that the people who are at the cutting edge of understanding science, especially to do with health, are 11 to 8 years ahead of what's been taught in the university system. Right? It takes that long to filter down. So it's more than likely that if you're seeing a doctor today, he's way behind, right? Genes.
genes oscillate off and on. And what we've found is that genes can oscillate off and on based upon two factors. One is the environment, and the second one is the environment. And the first one is the environment that exists around you, like if you're around toxic substances or things like this, right? The second thing is the environment of the mind. And we've all heard of placebo effects, where you can give somebody a sugar pill and give other people the drug. And quite often the people who take the sugar pill do equally as well as the people who take the drug. That's how powerful the mind is. The mind is the most powerful healer of the body. Pharmacology, it can produce any drug and help your body. But we've been taught as time goes on not to trust ourselves to heal ourselves. Even though through time, before modern medicine, that's what people did. They either used acupuncture, they used herbs, they willed themselves to be well, and they healed themselves. But now we are different. You know, we see ads on TV for this drug, that drug, and we're convinced that, you know, we need this drug. So here's something that's very interesting and probably controversial to a lot of you people who listen out there. But I know this from my own body because I'm very in tune with my own body. Um... You know, I'm in tune with my emotions most of the time and my thoughts. And what I've found is that the body is actually a record of all your emotions. Say that again. Your body, your physical body, is actually a physical record of all your emotions. What goes on inside of you. It's in your brain. It gets transferred down to your body. Negative experiences in people have a tendency to produce illness in people. So your body can be a reflection of that. This is what I've found in my own life. And that's very, very interesting. Because the people who are truly more, um, I don't know whether you'd say positive, or they don't view themselves as being an ill person or becoming ill, they don't have these problems and those problems don't exist in their body because, you know, disease manifests in the body. It doesn't manifest in the air. <laughs> it manifests in the body, right? And the disease is actually a record of something that's going on inside of you. Like if you're going through a very difficult time emotionally, your skin might start to break out in different things. You see? So your body is a physical record of what goes on emotionally and when you become really stressed, because that goes into the body, the body becomes a physical record of the stress and it compromises, comp sorry, compromises the immune system, which produces illness. See? See how the whole thing works. This is sort of a very simply, simple way of explaining it. But this is how it works. I have seen people, um, as some of you know, um, I've had clients for 40 years, tens of thousands of people. So I get to see in real life exactly what happens over decades. Because some of these people have been with me for decades. So I get to see. And I'll tell you what's very, very interesting about this is that if they're around, say, a very positive environment, like, I don't know, somebody like me, maybe. Who doesn't believe in illness? I don't believe in illness. Right? 
So let's say they're around a group of people that don't believe in illness. I guarantee you that that person will hardly ever get sick because they don't allow it. That is the belief, you see? I've seen people like this. Then I've seen them change their environment. They might marry somebody or go into a different family or something like this, work environment, right? That's a big one. And so they become, they're around more negative people who might complain of aches and pains or, you know, headaches, whatever, things like this. And what happens is that, I've seen this with my own eyes, that person starts to become ill. That person starts to get problems in their physical body. Why? Like I said before, the environment. So the environment of the people that they're now in, which is not good, you know, they believe in illness, believe in that, starts to get transferred to you. It becomes a belief system then. And so it might be minor things, you know, maybe you get hay fever or something, you never had it before. But you start to manifest these things in your own body. I've seen it go the other way as well. I've seen people who have been in very negative environments and they're always getting sick. You know, they manifest these problems because of the environment, like I said, mental environment, emotional environment. Then they get out of it. Say it's a bad marriage. I've seen this many times. And, you know, they're on their own. And so they start reading things on, you know, natural healing, um, meditation. Or they have somebody come into their life that's a very positive person. What happens? The illnesses start to go away. And the person starts to become well. Do you see? Environment of the mind affects everything. The environment that you're in affects everything to do with you. You are like a sponge. It just comes like this. You see? You soak it all up. So, the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, I talk a lot about spirituality on these podcasts. And to some people it's like, hmm, I don't know. To me, it's all true. Because I've either lived it, or I know people who have lived it, or I've done a lot of research. You know, before the advent of the church, let's call it that, people live more in magical ways. They live more by intuition, what they felt. They would take herbs or they use food as a healer because food is actually medicine for the body. I don't mean something you go into some store and you pick up in a box, right? I mean herbs, anything, lemons, oranges, bananas, spinach. Food is a healer of the body. I was very sick one time, long time ago. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know what it was, many, 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 many years ago. And I used to go to this restaurant every day. Um, and these people, they like me. They made me organic vegetarian meals every day. And I know that that helped heal me. So I understand the power of food, right? Raw food, natural food, to heal it. So back in time, and, you know, in Asia, it was acupuncture, 
because the body has meridians, even though Western medicine doesn't believe it yet, existed for six, 8,000 years in, in the East and it keep people well, like the, the populations didn't die out, they got cured, right? I mean, I've had acupuncture. Um, I have to tell you this story about acupuncture too. Um, there was a woman, uh, she was in Huntington Beach. She was um, Korean, I think. And I used to go to her and she used to make this soup. It was like this brown stuff, it tasted like bark. But I tell you, my hair would get twice as thick, right? When I take this stuff, and my body would feel so much better. She showed me pictures. It's going to shock you. She showed me pictures of women that would come in with arthritis in their fingers. You know where their fingers would be curled under, right? And she'd treat them with acupuncture and give them the soup. I swear to God, it's the absolute truth. Within three to six months, those women's fingers were perfectly straight. Now, in Western medicine, they say there is no cure for that, right? And there's another part of the story I probably can't tell you because I'd have to sort of, well, I can say something. I had a woman come and see me whose fingers were like that. And um, I said to her, you know, I can send you to somebody to heal you. And she looked at me and said, oh, no, no, I couldn't do that. And um, I said to her, it's acupuncture. Are you afraid of the needle? She goes, oh, no, 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 no. She said, I can't do that. She said, I'm connected to the Arthritis Foundation. I can't be healed. Can you believe that? I used to go to this woman's house and sit next to an orthopedic surgeon. Can you believe this? So here I am sitting there who has the answer to cure her. And here's the orthopedic surgeon who can't cure her. She had more faith in that that didn't work than in something that worked. You see? Belief. So there are other cures out there for things that maybe not be mainstream. Um, we know this with cancer. And so I'm not going to go into. But anyway, so back in time, you know, we were more natural kind of people, you know. And the stresses of life start to change everything. Anyway, so I want to get into this, the spiritual understanding of an illness and how you can heal yourself and also heal somebody else as well. So you can practice this. You don't have to believe it, but you can practice it and you can see it for yourself. Let's say for argument's sake, right, that you have an energy field around you because you do. Right. Some people in, you know, Western spirituality or whatever, call it an aura. Uh, but it is an energy field that exists around you and it can be measured. There are energy fields around everything, you know, tables, rocks, everything. Everything's electromagnetic energy because when you get down to the subatomic particles of everything, it's all energy. Everything is energy. You look at a table, you go, it's a piece of wood. No, it's not a piece of wood. It's molecules, atoms, subatomic particles that make this up, that just make it look like wood, right? So let's go back to this. You have an energy field around you. It contains all your thoughts, all your emotions, your hopes, your dreams, everything. It's there. So it's almost like you think a thought and it goes into the energy field, right? It sits there. Now, the disturbances of your emotions, your mind, also exist there as well. And so it's sort of like a communication thing that goes on between your body and this energy field. 
So I'm going to explain this very simply to you, because this is what I do. It works. That energy field, let's say you're a more negative person. That energy field, in a simplistic way of saying it, is filled with negative energy, of course. So that manifests in your body, right? Manifests as disease. If you want to fix that, if you can imagine that field around you, imagine it like an egg. You're standing in an egg, right? If you can fill that field with love, simple as that, which I know is hard for a lot of people. Most people don't even know what it is to experience love, let alone try something like this. But if you can fill that egg with love, it changes the field. And it changes the field to harmony. You see? It's like I said before, people who go from a negative, say, marriage into something positive, it changes your energy. It's the same thing. It changes the field. And so what happens is that that love that you put in that field starts to heal your body. You see? It's very simple. When you can feel that love coming from your heart, it's like you're sinking with it. It's coherence. It's having your heart in coherence. And you feel that love. And you surround yourself with that love. You will heal your body. To what degree? Could depend on what degree the love is. How long do you do this for? Maybe try it for 28 days. See how it works. It'll work. I've said this before in another podcast. I understand that everything's energy. Bizarre as that sounds, but it is. I spent, I can't tell you how long it was. I'd be lying if I said it was a week or three weeks. I can't remember. But I'm thinking that it was like three weeks. I did nothing but send love out into the world in front of me as energy. Like I said, everything's energy. That's what I did. I did this years ago. Did this. All the small problems in my life started to just dissolve in front of me because disharmony cannot exist within harmony. One or the other. Right. So I practiced that and I saw it. I used it in other ways as well. I I laugh, you know, I tell people when I'm in harmony, I have the other day, there's 18 traffic lights between one place I need to go and where I need to go to another place. Every one of them was green. That's how I tell when I'm in harmony, right? The traffic lights, right? Uh, When I get all red lights and going, okay, I'm not in harmony today. (laughs) So practice that simple, bizarre thing. And see how it works for you. So imagine surrounding your body in love. So you're going to notice two things. You're going to notice that you'll start to feel better. Here's the other thing. When you start to feel better, you want to help other people. People who don't feel good don't want to help people. They just, they're negative. They don't want to help. They complain. They whine. You know what I mean? When you start to feel good, you want to do things for other people. You want to help people. I help people all the time. I do stuff with people. Because I feel good. Oh, I want to help you. I want to help you. You'll feel the same way. So how you interact with life itself will change as well. You see? So practice that. And like I said, you'll start to see the small problems in your life dissolve. You don't have to take my word for it. Try it. All right? Here's the other thing. I have people who, um, you know, they have problems, physical problems, you know. And... 
This is what I do. I match my heart, the coherence of my heart with their heart. And I send them love, healing. And it has an effect. You see? Because what you're doing is that you're putting love, whoops, sorry, I hit the microphone. <laughs> anyway, you're putting love, healing, into their field. Let's call it that. And so it starts to help them. They know this with people who are in hospitals that have a group of people praying somewhere. And it actually affects the blood pressure, breathing of the person in the hospital. So they know that there's something there. They might not understand it. We don't. You know, some of us just sort of maybe understand spirituality different, understand that we're sending energy, like we're praying to have somebody feel better, come better, which is energy, it's positive thought, it's energy focused on somebody. And it happens. So you can do this with people in your own life who are not well. Connect with their heart. Feel it. Then send love to them. They'll feel it. You don't have to tell them you're doing it. But they'll feel it and you'll help them. It'll also help you. The more love you give out, the more love you give back. Right? People who don't give out love, get none back. I'm sure you see that in your own life. So try this. As bizarre as all this sounds, if you want to heal your body, if you want to heal your emotions, if you want to heal your mind, practice feeling love in you and around you. And that will start to do it. And it will also start to heal your life. Right, thank you.